Hey guys, happy Sunday. It's episode 52. Welcome back to the show. It's Jacqueline. Happy Sunday. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to my audio diary. Another day, another podcast. I got to be honest with you guys. Let's just approach this episode as if we're on a phone call and I'm doing a quick little Sunday check-in. Okay, I'm not going to wow you with my words (laughs) like I normally do. No, I'm kidding. Honestly, I don't want to be here right now. I got the Seahawks game coming up. I've been on my back all day watching football and I just want to get back to it. But I realized today is the first day, episode 52. It took me 52 days to uh, wait to the last second to record a podcast. And I'm not proud of that. But I'm hey, guys, I'm taking you along for the ride on this journey of podcasting. I kind of went uh, backwards yesterday with my uh, episode by doing a Kanye West JRE recap instead of my Q&A. So today I'm going to do my Q&A and, and selfishly, again, honesty, just being real, I'm going to answer like a fourth of the questions I got. Okay. Cause I want, I, I got a game to watch soon. Okay. I'm sure you got, if you guys were in my position, you'd understand. All right. It's the afternoon. This is a weird time. Let's, let's get into it. Um, I don't know. I'm going to also make this that I'm reading my notes off my phone podcast because I wrote some shit last night. Let's just recap a little bit of what I did over the last day. I had a super productive morning. But last night, same shit, different night. I watched a podcast and then I went to bed. Okay. It wasn't that exciting. Uh, did I post anything on Instagram? Did I do anything like that? Usually I go to my story to remember. Nah, just this boring ass fucking Saturday night. Typical. Um, but then this morning it was super productive. I woke up at 6 a.m. Oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you. Sorry to be all over the place. But let me tell you what I did last night. While I was watching a podcast on YouTube, I was watching uh, Your Mom's House, of course, like a really old episode. I was setting alarms on my phone by like for this week, this upcoming week, because it's going to be kind of have a new workflow going on with my job. So I've I've decided I want to get super organized and really uh, disciplined about my time throughout the day. So last night while I was watching your mom's house, shout out Christina and uh, Tom, just love that. Love that show. <laughs> um, I went to the clock, the clock app on my phone and my day goes like this. It goes from 6am until 10pm. I've got a 6 a.m. 6 alarm, an 8 p, 8 a.m. alarm, a 9, a 9.30, a 10.30, 11.30, 12, 1, 15 o'clock. I, all this shit's in military time. I got real OCD about that. After I came back from London, I was like stuck on there. My phone switched to military time or I switched or whatever the fuck because that's how they do it over there. And since then, it's literally been like five years. I haven't changed it. So 3 o'clock, 15 o'clock, I got another alarm, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock. And, um, so that was an accomplishment yesterday. I really want to achieve all my goals and dreams with my schedule this week. And I don't know. I'm, I I told you guys that 
you know, adulthood's been pounding on the door this year. I really feel like it's time for me to level up and take my shit seriously, especially with my, I guess, my career and all my goals I have with it. And aside from podcasting, because podcasting is like breathing at this point. Like, it's something I crave doing every day. Like, I know today wasn't, you know, one-off fucking, I don't want to do this. I want to watch football kind of day. But for the most part, I wake up and all I want to do is this. But for everything else in my life, I really want to get disciplined as fuck about it and take my career really seriously and learn and grow and get, and like, develop my skills and... Anyways, so yeah, that's what I did last night. It's kind of boring. It's kind of like nerdy entrepreneur businesswoman shit, but fucking that's what I did. I woke up. Okay, I woke up super early and I went to the laundromat, y'all. I drove my 30 minutes up to the tiny little beach town. I don't want to say the name of it this week because every time I say the name of the little town, I'm like, anyone, like someone could zero in on this exact laundromat and hunt me down if they wanted to. So anyways, I did my little... Literally 6 a.m. I drove there, made my coffee, you know, I went to the laundromat. It was a great, great time. Uh, no, one, no one was there, obviously, on a Sunday morning. And uh, I, lisp- I listened to country music the whole way up. It felt great. I said this before, but I prefer listening to country music in the morning to just, like, brush up on my strong American values and the important things in life. So, yeah, I did that on the way up. <laughs> And then I sat outside on this like hill. There's like a trees and a little, I don't know, like a little hill overlooking the interstate. Fucking I five cars going back and forth. I'm like by the laundromat in the freeway. If this makes sense, perching myself like ass to grass on Instagram, muting a ton of people. I also feel like another goal this week for me is to get the fuck off of Instagram and because and st- my so you guys don't know this but my job requires me to be on Instagram all day pretty much and I, I've decided like I'm trying to mute everything I can so that I'm not distracted if that makes sense so I sat there asked to grass waiting for my laundry to be done on Instagram and then then I went to Trader Joe's this is real boring but I fucking got my pilgrim ingredients again <laughs> I'm having another I'm having another fall harvest meal prep this week went to the yeah I went to Trader Joe's and I couldn't believe it I was standing out in the the line for and like not even kidding about an hour a little under an hour to get in because I realized the first wave I went there bright and early like at eight when they open I realized what happened was they let the first wave of people in and then everyone takes about you know a half an hour to an hour to shop and so I had to wait for every, the first wave of people to leave and so while I was standing in line they they were like there's a lady behind me who was a little bit older and one of the uh the Trader Joe's employees came out with her little Hawaiian shirt thing and uh, she was cute she came outside she's like I'm not assuming anything but anyone that's a senior citizen is welcome to come in and jump the line right now and so you know my fucking shitheadness it started moving forward. Okay. I stu- I took a little sidestep towards her, started walking as a joke. Right. And then I realized that was probably offensive to the woman behind me, who was an actual se- senior citizen who started out. She was like, Oh, f- okay. What the fuck? So she walked in and then I felt rude. And then after that lady like went far enough af- ahead of me and like w- went into the store, I said out loud, there's a couple people kind of my age group 
around me and I was like, I identify as a senior citizen. Okay. Um, I, you know, like I was joking, like, you know, 2020, anything goes right. I was like, what if I told the lady I identify as a senior citizen? Fucking anyways, that was my experience in, um, uh, with my morning at Trader Joe's when I was saying, oh, and then there was this little like three-year-old girl, so cute. Um, and her dad in front of me and she was sitting on his shoulders and she was so cute. She had these little like puffy pink pants on and little jelly sandals. She's like blonde. It was so cute. And I was like, I'm in my mid twenties. And I just like, I feel like, you know, it's fucked. I've been in a relationship before where I was in a place, I was earlier in my twenties and I was kind of convinced like me and the guy was with work, like convinced, like we don't want kids. Like we're not about the kid thing. And he had me brainwashed like that. And I'm just thinking about it now. Like, no, I fucking want kids. Like when I saw that little girl, I was like, I'm, my mom had me at this age or almost had me at this age. And I really want, like, I can't, I know that's going to happen in my thirties most likely, but like, I, I'm looking forward to it. This girl was so cute. I was thinking about the times that I was on my dad's shoulders, you know, and anyways, um, so then I went and got my fucking pilgrim ingredients, just a little like synopsis or whatever, <laughs> a little summary of what I, what I purchased, got another butternut squash and I'm not going to bore you with talking about beef again. I got turkey this week. Okay. I got ground turkey. I got tuna. Ew. Um, I don't know. Butternut squash. I got spaghetti squash, delicata squash. I got like all the squash options. <laughs> I told you this is a, fu- I'm having a pilgrim harvest fall harvest meal again this week. I'm pissed. I forgot cranberries again. I got some mushrooms to saute some sweet potatoes. I don't know. I don't know. It just like went shopping at Trader Joe's. This is boring as fuck. Today you tuned in for the Q and A and I'm not really cutting to the chase, but real quick, let me see if I have anything on my note that I wrote over the last day. That's not related to the Q and A. How are you guys doing? What teams are you rooting for? I know, I know I'm a diehard Seahawks fan, but like I fuck with the Patriots. Okay. Like I like other teams. I don't know. I love Sunday football day though. It's like, it's the one day where I'm horizontal and I just embrace it. Cause I told, I told you guys so many times I really struggle. I need water. Jesus. Drink it as sparkling mineral water from Trader Joe's lime flavored. Oh shit. This is going to make me burp if I drink something carbonated. What's new? Okay. I think I burped like two episodes ago. Ugh. You know what? Fuck it. I haven't mentioned the fact we're dating yet or dating in a while. I used to say that every podcast when I make a bodily function noise, I'd be like, whatever, we're dating, you know, this is our 13th date. Basically, every time I get on the podcast, I'm talking for like an hour. It's basically a date with me. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, what other woman's in your ear seven days a week? All right. That's how I, that's how I think of this shit. I'm like, for girls, it's like, I'm your best friend. Okay. I'm like your best friend that tells you everything for guys. I'm like your girlfriend. You know what I mean? It's that kind of relationship feels great. Anyways, um, just drink some water because I was insecure about how much fucking saliva is going on in my mouth. Disgusting. Um, I'm trying to read here. Sorry. Just stay, stay with me. Oh, I wrote this. I didn't mention it yesterday. How I I know (laughs) you got, if you want to be successful, you got to sacrifice shit, right? So I realized with doing a podcast seven days a week, 
these are my grinding years. I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, a crazy social life where I'm out all the time, up late and everything because I have to keep my shit together (laughs) to do a podcast. And for the most part, it's like I can be super hungover. I could stay out all night and still do this, but I have to like keep, I have to keep shit, you know, in, in line for the most part. So I had this note here to, that I wrote, let's see, Friday night. Yeah. I wrote this Friday night cause I had a realization at 2am, woke up in the middle of the fucking night, went over to my phone, wrote this note that says, it's about like my future boyfriend. And I wrote, what a disaster rolling over on a Saturday morning and saying, Babe, I have to record my Q&A. Like, that's going to be my lifestyle. Like, Sunday. Me and my boo want to watch football, right? But, oh, shit, Jacqueline has to do her podcast. And I know this is extreme. Am I an extremist? I don't know. I think this is my path right now. And I don't know. I don't have an ego about it or pride. It's more like, I got to do this now for at least I just can envision myself seven day a week podcasting for minimum two years for sure two years straight there's no way I'm gonna wait I'm gonna waver from that and I'd say from like two to five years I can say two years for sure past that maybe I'll do five days a week okay maybe I'll be like a morning show Monday through Friday all right I don't know maybe I'll get people ready for the work week instead of doing it on Saturday and Sunday I don't know okay so anyways I'm just like having these realizations about future relationships and you know vacations I go on and stuff I I, I'm gonna have a headset on deck all the time because I do the pop star thing I don't think it's very you know I know everyone's got the better setup with the fancy you know it's like what I just use Rogan as an example he's like the the example to follow his headset like his headphones and his microphone everyone's got that that's the most pro way to do it but I do the pop star thing all right I like this because it's a little more mobile if I travel you know what I mean I can just pack this bitch and, and set up my laptop and do it on the fly in Indonesia or wherever the hell I am probably not there probably in London again definitely going to be back in two years so <laughs> you guys am I ever going to get to the Q&A what's happening it's Sunday I told you guys I'm going to make this short but clearly I can't anyways realizations this is my again audio diary if I think a thought about podcasting in my future I'm going to tell you guys um let's see here oh something I learned from uh Whitney Cummings this is a podcast I I was listening to on a walk uh, a couple days ago I think it was with Taylor Tomlinson I think she did it with her yeah it was her she's talking about in relationships like not to share your traumas too soon and I thought that's really interesting because you don't want to trauma bond with someone right off the bat like date one you're talking about like your past and your childhood and everything that went wrong the other person's relating to that or they're sympathizing and they're like pitying you and then there's like resentment that builds over time and then you'll think oh are they just with me because they feel sorry for me and then you won't really know so she said not to do that too soon so I took notes to not do that because I'm the the last excuse me one of the most recent relationships I was in or guys I was dating not relationship dating situation fucking there's the burp I so apologize okay sorry I just need to like take a moment um in a recent dating situation I was in I noticed like date two I was 
well we're we're doing it together you know what I mean and I know I just don't feel like after the fact I was like ooh, I, he knows too much about me so anyways there maybe you guys learned something and then another thing I took away from that podcast is Whitney saying that she doesn't want to have secrets <laughs> that's why she she does her podcast and that's why it works because like I related to that so much when she said like I don't want to have secrets that's the epiphany that's unfolded for me you know now episode 52 like it happened pretty quickly I realized I naturally wanted to share about my life and then now on the other side month two I'm like this it feels so much better to share everything (laughs) or majority you know what I like I don't want to overshare again I don't want to over like I don't want to trauma bond with you what did I just say about dating like you don't need to know all of my secrets right now there's a lot you guys don't even know we're barely scratching the surface with me let's be honest um but I liked what she said about not having not wanting to have secrets because it feels good to talk it out and share share stuff with with people and um anyways I just like that okay who's bored oh fuck and then I watched a clip from a Guys, I don't know why I'm embarrassed about admitting how much podcasts I consume, but like I watched the Matthew McConaughey, Joe Rogan one, and I took a note on it uh, about uh, McConaughey was talking about, I think this was his role. He had to get really in shape for, not in shape. He literally like had to lose 50 pounds for a role. And he was talking about the concept of return on investment, like doing something now so it'll pay off later. And as I was listening to this conversation, I'm like realizing that what I'm doing now, I have this gut feeling, this intuition that it'll probably pay off later based on data. And like the, when I, observe other people and I see the formula at play and I follow like you know success leaves clues I learned that back in like college I remember one of the first buzz phrases like you know human optimization podcast probably some like on it shit or like Tony Robbins shit or probably Gary Vee I learned that success leaves clues so I have this gut intuition this feeling with the podcast that yeah it's probably gonna you know brings it'll be it'll become successful naturally and it's like not even on my radar right now and I know you know I don't want to I Jesus I like could read this conversation but I had a conversation with a really awesome person on my dms yesterday he kind of hit me out of nowhere made my day really made my day and he was telling me he's like girl, you got to go pro with this. Like, holy shit. He's been listening to like all of the episodes and I was really flattered by that. But you know, other people are saying it, but I'm at the point now where it's like, this is literally my love, my hobby. I love doing it. And if success, success will follow, it'll happen. If it does, it's not like the priority. Again, going back to my boss bitch week I'm about to have with all my goddamn alarms on my phone. I'm a very career focused person right now who wants to, you know, develop my skills with my job I have outside of this and that's my like it's I'm juggling I got a lot of balls up in the air right now but that's where my head's at okay because that's what pays the bills that's what moves moves my life forward if that makes sense this is just a hobby right now but I keep everything in mind who's waiting for the Q&A skip ahead five minutes I'm still going it's my podcast I talk about whatever I want all right all right oh first thought in the morning I had this is the first note I took this morning (laughs) Guys, I open my eyes and I go, fucking. Okay, I need to to take another drink of water. 
you guys will like this. So I woke up this morning and I was like, I've been tooting my own horn about my quote unquote podcast studio with my giant window that lets in natural light. And I have a beautiful view of the great outdoors in the city here in San Diego. And I'm like, this is so nice compared to being in a fucking cave, a soundproof cave. You know, I'm looking at you, Joe Rogan. I'm looking at you, all the other podcasters out there. I really have no other examples. He's just like an example that comes to mind quickly because I just talked about him. But, um, you know, the dream in my eyes, if I go to the big leagues with this shit and the note I wrote on my phone when I rolled out of bed at 6 a.m. before I went to the laundromat, is that I want a soundproof glass box with a badass fucking view when I move to some just like envision myself on a cliff overlooking the ocean like if I was Joe Rogan or if I was a you know a a a prominent podcaster I would want my setup to be because soundproof glass exists okay I would want my setup to be as open air scenic as fucking possible instead of being in a little soundproof cave that's full of like you know soundproof shit all around you and lights and whatever like I would want to make so guys I'm a I'm a big dreamer about my show and I think about I'm taking I'm taking you along for the creative process but I went on google images and I might share this on my stories to make sense like you guys can see visually what I'm thinking of but I went on google images at 6 a.m this morning before I went to the laundromat and I was looking at soundproof rooms and a lot of co-work spaces and office buildings have especially like modern ones um, they have soundproof rooms with glass all around them. It's like glass soundproof. So anyways, there's another note who's still waiting for the Q&A. <laughs> um, you know what? Maybe I won't do the Q&A. Like, here's a few questions. Let me go to it. Just, just like give you a, you know, I'll brief you before I talk about them. So if these questions seem interesting to you, I'll answer them in about, again, I'm still pushing this back another five minutes I got where do you see yourself in five years Seattle travel ideas have you ever answered the door naked oh that's an I actually have an answer for that I'll do what do you find attractive in a man what are you going to name your cat anyways so that's coming up in five minutes but I have um a couple more notes here Okay, so a realization, episode 52, has happened early early on. I noticed I, I naturally was talking this out with myself that I'm at this point where I'm so afraid of not being authentic where it like makes me, it makes me, uh, I have this like underlying, it's subtle. My fears aren't crippling. I don't lose sleep over this shit. But when I press record and when I come on the show, I'm so like aware of being fake like I don't want to come across like that it scares me because I'm I feel like I'm on the other side now I've talked I've told my story about getting social media in college which is when I started dating guys and then portraying myself online in this curated beautiful like not to call myself beautiful but like in an aesthetically pleasing way where I wasn't really showcasing who I am and my personality and all the like quirkiness, like my, all the angles, you know, how I do, how I talk on the podcast. I wasn't showing that off at all. 
super like from like 2012 until literally this year. Okay. So I feel like I'm on the other side of that now. All these years later. No. And so I don't know if my purpose (laughs) with this podcast is to talk about that as someone on the other side and go like, I, I see it in other people. And I think when you're, you, you, it's easy to spot when you're, when you go, when you're on the other side, like it's easy for me to see people online that are still stuck in that lifestyle of like dumbing themselves down, just being hot, not saying it, not really using their voice, not expressing their ideas. And maybe they do that behind closed doors and Instagram and and their social media is just a way for them to, you know, flex and just be like a hot person or whatever, you know, that that's not their priority. Isn't like, I got to share all my, you know, my, my life with the world. Some people are more private. I get it. Okay. Let's just take a photo and post and look hot. I think that works for some people. But for me, I felt like I wasn't, that wasn't my calling as much as I support. I do like, I fucking cheer that on. I support it. I follow so many people that are just like a face and a hot, like they're just drop dead bombshell type of people out there that's their thing that's what, but I'm saying I'm I had this realization I feel like I'm on the other side where I broke out of that and I go fuck it I'm just gonna share myself as if we're besties and I'm your girlfriend we're hanging out that's what I want to do this feels the most natural anyways and it feels productive like when I go on the internet I feel like this is productive for me to do versus sitting around thinking about a picture I want to take of myself or like what's gonna look good you know that just drains me it doesn't feel productive. So I had that thought, wrote it down. Q&A coming up soon, y'all. I'm going to take another drink of water. I'm a professional tease. I'm a tease. I've been told I'm a tease so many fucking times. And uh, it's proving to be true today. Episode 52. This is kind of sad. Um, but I have a wrote, <laughs> excuse me, I have a note here I wrote about talking to your family and I actually wrote this when I was sitting on the hill this morning, <laughs> ass to grass, waiting for my laundry to be done. <laughs> literally, literally, guys, it's like, got the freeway, you pull off the freeway, there's a laundromat, that type of situation. I just like, imagine me on a Sunday morning at like 6.30 a.m. in like a hoodie, my hair up in a bun, just like sitting on the, it was like dirt. I was like sitting on a patch of dirt and a bunch of trees on the side of the freeway anyways that was what I did this morning and I wrote this because I was in the group text with my family and uh, we were all talking about like go Seahawks it's Sunday we're all excited my mom's talking about her chore she has to do today she she, like took a picture of the the bushes she she got a chainsaw the other day or like this hedge cutter I showed that on the podcast I think it's on like episode it's a few days ago I, I posted the video on YouTube where I showed the picture of the of the hedge cutter she bought but she was texting the group this morning that and she's so cute my mom gets cute sometimes she like took a picture of the bush outside the window and I was like oh that's a beautiful sunrise right because there's mountains in the background up in Washington it's beautiful and she took another picture and she circled with her little she like edited the photo and put a little drew a circle around a spot and put an arrow where there's a little chunk of the bush sticking up. She's like, oh, I missed a spot. I have to get back out there today. 
<laughs> it made me laugh so hard. And I just was like, I love my mom. It made me like, oh, it kind of get emotional because I had this flashback of when I first moved to San Diego and I got real caught up in a lifestyle that was, it sucked me away from family. I wasn't in communication every day like I am now. And I was kind of blinded with uh, my whole life. I was in this bubble, this kind of, um, I, I could talk about, I don't really want to, but just it sucked me away from family. I literally didn't, I moved to San Diego, right? I'm on my own down here by myself. And I didn't really talk to family for the first like two or three months here and there. I check in like maybe once a month. That's not me. What I was involved with made me realize, or I wrote this because I realized that relationship wasn't, that's a bad sign. If you're in a relationship that sucks you away from communication with your family, I think, you know, you can get, you know, in the beginning you can be, it is kind of like being in your own little world when you're in those first stages of dating someone in, in a new city and everything. But at the end of the day, I didn't even think about, like, it didn't make sense. You know what I mean? So I wrote a note here to talk to your family, text your mom back, call your family. They sit alone by themselves. They don't have kids in the house anymore. You know what I mean? I think about my mom all the time. It's like, she doesn't have us. We're so far away now. And it makes me sad. And I I just want to, I want to say that like, I don't know if it's American culture thing. It definitely is. When I think of other countries, you know, they're all stacked on top of each other. Like the grandparents live with the parents and the kids, everyone lives together. You know what I mean? And I realized that that's awesome. And I don't know, just text your family, talk to your mom. Don't like it can get, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm like not in the mood or I don't really, I don't know. I just don't want a small talk or whatever. She'll send me like a deep quote. She'll DM me a deep quote. She sees, um, on Instagram, she'll, you know, those are the kinds of DMs I get from my mom, some kind of quote or like, or like a pic or a video of old people being cute. She like always sends me that or a homeless person, something like that. And sometimes I just don't have the energy to respond or, you know what I mean? And it, that's me being honest. And I think we all get like that. So I don't know. There's your fucking advice. (laughs) Text your mom, call, be in communication with your family. I just sent them all coffee money the other day. You know what I mean? Just like whatever you can do to like my sister just became a lawyer. You know what I mean? And I realized like, Jesus, Jacqueline, like what have I done for my sister to show my excitement about her new life and her new job and everything? And it's just like here, I just like helped her. I like gave her some, some money, like congrats, like coffee's on me this week. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. I don't know. All right, let's do the Q and A. <laughs> I don't think you have anything else here. I said I was going to keep this short and sweet, but you know me. All right. One more drink of water before I get into this q and I kind of am like, okay, what was that? What did I just, like, that was, that sounded so dramatic. Compared to fucking, I don't know, logging, coal mining, like plumbing someone's fucking toilet this I got a pretty easy I have no complaints I don't know why I sigh if I ever sigh on this podcast slap my wrist okay like slap my wrist straighten me out send me a dm that's like a wrist slap gif (laughs) 
ah, oh, like I get, uh, like again, I, I'm, a, I don't know, my, I'm emotional right now. I think it's like you know that time. All right, I know it's like TMI, but I'm pretty sure that time is approaching because I just get emotional about my life and how blessed I am and how good I have it, and I don't know how to feel. Like even when this morning, I will get into the Q and A. Okay, I'm being annoying, but it's like this morning I'm taking a photo as a joke of all these fucking supplements I have and I'm like pandemic who or you know vitamins these wellness formula vitamins I have I took a picture of that I'm like that's fuck I'm so blessed and privileged to even have these to help support my immune system this year and I I thought of that I'm like wait not everyone can afford they're not cheap a bottle of like if not the the everyday person out there the homeless person or whoever like couldn't afford to buy immune supporting supplements it's not just vitamin d or c it's like these it's a concoction these are called wellness formula tablets and it cost me anywhere from like you know a small bottle can be like 30 to 60 bucks some of the big bottles i buy are like 70 bucks and i've been buying them all year just to help my immune system i'm ocd about it because you know we gotta we apparently there's a pandemic going on so i even thought of that and i just I just want to take a moment to say how grateful I am for my life and this current moment. Like I'm about to go relax and watch football. I got a roof over my head and, you know, within a couple blocks, someone's, you know, camped out in a sleeping bag under a bridge. You know what I mean? That's annoying. I don't like it. Maybe I should like order some pizzas and just deliver them to people. Like sometimes I feel like doing that and I should do that. It's like, if you even have the thought Jacqueline of doing that, do it. <sighs> okay. Let's get into the Q and a, I don't know. You guys didn't tune in and tune in for this kind of shit today, but I'm just, this is my audio diary. I'm telling you what I think. Okay. First question. I'm only going to do a few of these. I don't want to, cause I don't know. I want this to be a short podcast and I know I'm going to elaborate way too long on each of these. So where do you see yourself in five years? Question number one. In five years, where do I see myself? So I'm halfway through my twenties. I came out doing a podcast this year. It's my 30 year plan. I'm sticking to it, following through with my goals. Um, I feel like honestly, if I had to get, if I had to really, I guess like I'll, I'll say this in the most realistic way in five years, I imagine I'll probably be in a relationship that's like a serious relationship, you know, my potential, I'll be either engage I don't know like I'll be dating my future husband I I'm imagining in five years maybe I'll be at that point because I assume here I'm just like timelining life and these are all this you know this idea is all conceptualized by society and it's thrown in front of our faces but I think in the next couple years I'll meet my future husband and then I'll like in five years will be for I don't know I don't think I'll have kids though for sure I think definitely no kids probably in a serious relationship traveling a lot at that point definitely in the groove with my podcasting career in five years like it'll feel like I I joked that it felt like it feels like breathing episode 52 it feels like breathing but like let's be honest it'll feel like breathing in five years so yeah I'll probably be in the groove with podcasting um 
and my career, my everything going on with that. Maybe I'll be in another city. I don't know. Um, I'm definitely going to be, that's probably in, I best in five years, I'll probably peak because I feel like every woman peaks at 30. Like that's like the old, that's the age where that's like your prime. Those are, that's your prime as a woman, 30. I don't know why I think that, but whenever I just feel like yeah, 29, 30, it's like, that's your peak anyways. Um, <laughs> have I peaked? No, I did not peak in high school. I feel like I peaked. My peak was like, not now, fucking not 22. Okay. Authenticity peaked this year, but like, I don't know. Every, I, I vi- like visually how I looked a few years ago. I liked how I looked better a few years ago. And I was also like tan and brunette all the time. So maybe that's why, but I don't know. Fucking 30. I think I'll, I'll be ready for a magazine cover. I don't know. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. I'm um, moving on. Oh, daily routine question. Jesus Christ. Fuck. I hate these questions. Daily routine. Are you kidding me? guys this is what I bitch about all the time I'm like obvious information about I wake up and then I drink water and or I drink my lemon water and then for five minutes I meditate and then I and then I make coffee and then I go on a walk to get vitamin d from the sunshine and look in the sun and just like think about all the intentions I have for the day and what I'm grateful for and then I go back inside and then I make my matcha because I wait after my walk to make matcha because the walk energizes me and then if I still need energy I make matcha and then after that I write in my journal all my thoughts and I morning page for five minutes and then I go and put on my yoga outfit and get my and roll my yoga mat out and (laughs) yoga for 10 minutes just to like move my body and then I go to my computer and check my emails while I set my matcha and then I schedule a class on my body at 10 a.m. and so after a couple hours of work I go to Pilates at 10 a.m. and after that I get a green green protein smoothie vegan of course and then after my smoothie I um me and my girlfriend walk our dogs together and grab lunch and then I come back home and do more work until five like this is the most fucking obvious bullshit of all time I don't want to influence you I don't want I don't want to talk about it you you guys want to know what I do every day this is to answer the morning routine question not to be an asshole but I wake up I do whatever the fuck I want I go to bed okay that's my daily routine literally that's the that is the secret of life is knowing and realizing that you can do whatever you want you can schedule your day however you want you don't need to do a formula I know I just got real OCD and told you or told you about what I did last night with my my boss bitch week ahead with my alarms. Okay, but I don't need to go into detail and influence you guys and and confuse you and suck you away from your own intuition and tell you what each alarm is. And so you're going to be like, "Well, Jacqueline wakes up this time and then she goes and does this at this time." I have been so I've overdosed on people's daily routines for so long on Instagram that I don't want to contribute to that anymore. So I'm going to move on from that question. Wake up, do whatever the fuck you want. Drinking water. Am I going to miss this Hawks game? Am I going to miss this Hawks game? Ah, shit. I'm not that, I'm not that disciplined with my time today. 
Uh, next question. Seattle travel ideas. I told everyone I'm going home for, you know, the holidays. I'll be going back to the Northwest. I grew up outside of Seattle, but people, I, I mentioned Seattle here and there. Um, Seattle travel ideas. I mean, I'm no, I know I look like a tour guide with my headset on. Like, you know, when you see, yo, that's my favorite shit. When you're in, a, when you're, when you're in a city and there's a, a tour guide person with a fucking headset on. Like in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh my gosh. What's that lady's name? In the Lizzie McGuire movie, she's got the headset on. It's like Miss Trunchbull, but it's not. What? That's Matilda. Anyway, she has their, her headset on. She's They're in Rome and she's like talking about shit as she's walking around the city with them. But that's my favorite thing is when there's like, I don't know, a bunch of ner- nerds on a tour and a tour guide with a pop star headset on and a little like um, they've got a on their belt they're definitely wearing like boot cut jeans and a belt and they got their my their uh boom box and other fucking speaker attached to their hip through their belt loop it's like th- attached on their hip so everyone can hear them anyways um but seattle travel ideas i mean obviously pike's place uh if i had to zero in on my favorite things to do at pike's place market uh ooh the magic shop the magic magic shop downstairs is my favorite um there's oh, there's like the original Starbucks okay that's not that exciting there's always a really long line it takes forever to walk in but you can like walk by and see it and go oh that's the first ever Starbucks oh that's exciting ah. uh and then if you go like two doors down from that there's this really amazing uh, like hole in the wall. I don't know what kind of food it is. Chinese food, but they have these little pork bun things. I always get, I get a variety of things at Trader Joe's or excuse me. <laughs> Brain just malfunctioned. I get a variety of things at Pike's place, but get these little like Asian pork buns, a couple doors down from the pipe, from the original Starbucks. There's this, um, I guess where the, like where the flowers are. There's always like a flower station. <laughs> ah! Dude, I'm not a good tour guide. I'm a podcaster, okay? I'm not a tour guide. I'm trying to like imagine this market in my head right now. I haven't been there in a, in a while. But there's this mini donut, mini donut little booth thing. Why am I saying that weird? Mini donuts. They make them in front of you and they're really cute. And there's this little thing that like flips them over and then they toss them in powdered sugar and shit. My family, we always share a bag of those while we walk around the market. So you can go there. You can go to, um, what else? There's just so many little cute shops around it. Like there's so many, it's so cool. Um, Ivers go out and and eat at Ivers and feed the seagulls a French fry. That's a good, good time. Look at the fairies. There's the great wheel. I haven't actually ridden it before, but, uh, that's like the Ferris wheel that goes over the, like it looks over the city go to a Seahawks game. <laughs> I don't think you can do that this year, but like, yo, you can always hit up a Hawks game. Depends at what time of year you go. You can go to, uh, the flight museum. That's my shit. I love going to that place. The flight museum, there's airplanes suspended up on the ceilings and it's badass. And you can do a flight. Oh my God. I'm just having flashbacks. There's a flight simulator you can do. Uh, cause you know, of course, Boeing, 
uh, is right there in South Seattle. Um, and then I feel like what's like another thing I do in Seattle all the time. Um, I don't know, like thrift shops. I love going to the giant ass Goodwills there. I love, I love thrift shopping. I have never talked about on here, but that's my shit. I love thrift shopping. I like hunt. I like, I like little shops. You know what I mean? Old stuff I can buy. Uh, yeah, there's your Seattle travel ideas. There's so much you could do there, but those are some of the highlights. Definitely go to Pikes though. It's kind of the hub. It's like where you go to hang out in Seattle and then you can go from there. There's, it's a city. You know what I mean? There's more to offer. Do not ride the ducks. Okay. Listen to me. Listen up. I'm getting fired up. Do not ride the ducks. You can go Google that to figure out what I'm talking about. Okay. That's the most annoying shit. And speaking of tour guides, those motherfuckers. As a, not a, I don't consider myself a Seattleite. I don't actually like, I don't like, I don't come from Seattle, the city, but as a person who frequently visited Seattle, those tour guides, the ride the ducks, ducks motherfuckers are so annoying. Okay. It's so cringy to watch. Just do not ride the ducks. Okay. Don't pay for that shit. Let me Google just to like confirm that I didn't speak out of my ass right there and it doesn't make any sense. So everyone's homework is go, go Google ride the ducks. <laughs> Seattle. Ah! I'm nervous. I got real offensive. Oh, fuck. it's so cringy. You guys are going to laugh your ass off. Oh yeah. And there was a crash, a ride the ducks crash with a, a bus, a giant shuttle, an airport shuttle. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. Next question. Have you ever answered the door naked? Jesus Christ. I mean, this isn't the call your daddy podcast. Okay. This isn't like, I don't talk about this kind of stuff because I get weird about family listening and I don't know. Like, I don't think this is that bad to say. I'm more of a answer the door in a trench coat or like show up in a trench coat type of bitch. Okay. Like I always do. There's some sort of like, I, I'm, I'm wearing something. It's like the pre strip. Okay. There's like a, okay. I'll tell a story actually about a trench coat situation. So I was, I don't want to say when or where, like, I don't want to put this on a timeline so anyone could unpack who I was dating or when this was, but, um, how do I say this? I was not, I was wearing, okay, lingerie and then I put on a trench coat and I was leaving a house and from the outside, it's like, oh, she's just wearing a trench coat. It's cold outside. And I got asked before I left, oh, where are you going? Why are you wearing that? Like, what's, what's with the coat? Like, what's with the coat? That question. Uh, what's your outfit tonight? Because I, I had said, oh, I'm going out to dinner date. And what I was really doing was going over to a house <laughs> or a condo, excuse me. I was going over someone's pad in lingerie with a fucking trench coat on. Okay. I wasn't going to a restaurant with it. So I was asked what I was wearing under it. Like, what's your outfit for the dinner date? And I just did a little beeline to the door. Like, gotta go. So sorry if that made anyone feel weird. I don't know. It's weird. You know what I think has happened? This is like a, I don't know. It's so weird how life ebbs and flows, especially with family. Like when we were younger, we could talk about sex and dating and all that shit 
like nothing with my family. I could talk to my sister and brother and my mom and dad, like everyone, we talked about it. Like it's nothing. And all of a sudden it's weird. We get weird about it when we talk about it. And I don't like that shit. I'm like, wait, it's normal. This is, why did we, why did we get all prude? Like all of a sudden, what the fuck? I just want to talk about it, be normal about it. But for some reason, I feel like something changed. I don't know what changed. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're not around each other all the, all the time. But like my parents used to, like we would get, we would talk about it and it was so graphic. Like we would get into details. We were, my parents or I don't know, especially when we were learning about sex, my parents were always very vocal and like we talked about it we asked questions they answered like it was normal I don't know was that how everyone else had it I feel like that's also privilege is that white privilege I don't know because <laughs> I think it's the worst when you feel uncomfortable about talking about something we all do and like it's all normal like I don't know putting on laundry and feeling hot and going over someone's house and like you know having a nice sexy night all right um okay that question's answered the question was have you an- ever answered the door naked that's my answer for it Okay, next question. Dude, is this a five-hour podcast? Am I going to miss, miss the Hawks game? Jesus. Um. Okay, next question. I think I'm only going to do, like, two more. Okay. I don't know if, I, if I've gotten this one before. What do you find attractive in a man? That dick. Um, I don't know. It's like a vibe. Okay, there's like obviously I I don't like off the top of my head, I definitely think like you know kindness, passion, ambition, loyalty, confidence, humor, like all that shit. But I honestly, when I think about it, when I first meet someone, this is how I know if I'm going to like someone right off the bat. Cuz I think we all we all play off of people's energy and their vibe, right? my shit Jacqueline's shit if you want to know like my type it's like this like if, I, if I'm on a I can even sense it through photos I have a sixth sense about like I can tell if a guy's got this I call it like a it's like a swagger okay it's like a it's like a quiet confidence like from the look of them you know they're the quote like the typical like alpha dude bro-y looking guys okay I'll admit it I like those I like tall dark and handsome men that are jacked okay that's just my fucking type all right that's usually what I go after I don't know is anyone uncomfortable right now I don't want to make it I don't it's like naturally what I'm attracted to obviously I've dated okay I'll just say this okay I feel uncomfortable admitting this. I'm really having a hard time right now. I like haven't been in long-term relationships with guys that are short, like my height. Okay. So if you're short, it's probably not going to happen. I'm just saying, okay, that's just where I'm, maybe that'll change. Okay. I know that changed for my mom after she, my dad and my mom got divorced. I know she like, my mom's boyfriend's like a couple inches taller than her. She's, you know, it's a whole different thing. But anyways, why am I telling you guys this? But so, like, by the look of the guys I'm attracted to, it's like, oh, they're going to be an asshole. They're just, like, a bro, like a gym bro, or they're, you know. But I can sense when someone maybe looks like that, but they're, they don't flaunt it. They're not actually, like, a douchebag bro-y. Um, they don't have that kind of personality. They're like, I know I'm sexy. 
but I don't have to talk about it. I have to show it off. I don't have to flaunt it. They're like quietly confident about it. And that to me is so sexy. When someone is like, they don't have to say anything. They don't have to act a certain way. They're just very humble about, or just very like gentle with their vibe. It's so refreshing. And okay, I thought of this just now. Like this fucking vision popped in my head. I like when a guy smirks like they have a smirk like they've okay so this is gonna sound so weird and maybe okay is she crazy this is gonna confirm if I'm crazy this is like I like when guys have a look in their eyes a smirk that's as it's as if they watched 13 seasons of America's Next Top Model and learned how to smize from fucking Tyra Banks okay like that kind of shit. I like when a guy has a twinkle in his eye. Okay. There's something about it and not everyone has it. Okay. I don't know if I'm like overly, this is like maybe an odd aspect of who I am that I even recognize as like the everyday person's like, oh, I just like, oh, they've got a great personality or not. And here I am like going down to the twinkle in their eye if I think they're attractive to me or not whatever no shame this is me being straight up but like that's that's hot to me it's like when they're quiet and they smirk that's fucking hot um what else am I attracted to um I don't know like man shit hunting fishing you know being able to fix things around the house um I don't know like I like that uh (laughs) I mentioned earlier like loyalty and like let me elaborate on loyalty I don't know why again I told you at the beginning I'm gonna only answer a few questions because I know I'm gonna elaborate for 10 minutes on each one let me get into loyalty Hmm. okay so I appreciate when in the beginning of a relationship when you're dating someone you're on like you know I don't know date six you're like dating you're like going on dates okay you're hanging out multiple times a good handful of times I like when a guy is verbal about the fact that he's okay so like at first we're both single as fuck we're allowed to date other people okay until we have a conversation that we're exclusive and we do that at that point, I need you to be. I need you to be down for me a hundred percent. Not one foot in, not one foot out. Not wishy washy. You're not t- saying after we become exclusive and decide, okay, this is it. We're dating each other. We're doing this thing. Um, I don't want you to start talking about like, oh, you know, it's okay if you want to date other people. Like, let's do the open thing, Polly. Like, no. I want you to be down for me one hundred percent. Give that a chance. Play it out go hard in the paint with Jacqueline for as long as it, as long as it, and, and commit and, and do a hundred percent instead of like, you know, it's 2020, things are changing. You know, I read Sex at Dawn. I got really inspired by Aubrey Marcus and his relationships. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden you're, if your mindset is I'm all about open relationships and you know, because I had an experience with that where I got like really confused, like, oh yeah, like, uh, you know, and I'm, here's where I'm at with that. 
I need loyalty. I need commitment. Hardcore in the beginning. I need that. And then over, like, after a while, sure. Okay, I'll open up to things. But, like, let's establish our relationship first. Let's get that set in stone for a long time. Like, I'd say a good year or so under our belts before we start messing around with other people and ideas about our the style of relationship we're in um so anyways loyalty is very important to me um because like I'll be honest I come from a very traditional my mindset's very traditional I come from a catholic background you know you don't have sex till marriage you get married and then it's like you're together for the rest of your life but I am I am completely I'm not so open-minded and like yeah everyone is no one's made to be with the same person forever and when I date someone I'm like fucking 10 other people like no like I am aware that that makes sense after maybe being married to someone for a couple like five years then you're like oh let's explore let's do some new shit together you know let's have some fun whatever but at first I want to bond with a person and be with them and like we are each other's people 100%. Okay, anyways, who's annoyed? I'm going to move on. Um, another thing I think is attractive in a man. Um, <laughs> uh, like, actually wants a family. Like, actually wants kids. Is excited about that. It's not like, oh, fuck, I got a kid. Shit. You know? It's like, sometimes I feel like that's a vibe I get from guys. And that's not hot to me. So, if you don't want kids, if you're, like, not about that life, don't hit me up. Um... I don't know. Like humor is huge. I've mentioned the past where I feel like when I get into a relationship, sometimes I feel like I'm too much. They don't like the fact I'm the entertainer in the relationship because I naturally do that thing. So I want someone who accepts that side of me and then is also on the same wing, same wavelength with my humor and the way I joke around and stuff. Like they have to understand that I'm dark and I'm sarcastic and I'm dry like all the shit I do is like not I'm not trying to offend you some people don't get it and it sucks because now I've been like all about I've been you know getting I'm noticing I'm starting to get attractive to more of the (laughs) I'm so embarrassed I talked about Lex Friedman a little bit too much a couple weeks ago I think it was and I had an epiphany it's like I think I'm starting to become extremely attracted to guys that are techie and nerdy and sciencey and that kind of mind but I know like in conversation like when I've been on dates I've gone on first dates with a lot of um, engineers and tech guys and like the they are just a little more robotic when they talk about stuff and so if it's not if we're if it doesn't flow okay if it doesn't flow and feel natural like I'm talking to my best friend then it's, it's hard for me to think outside the box and like look past that you know what I mean I think energy and and being able to click with someone naturally where there's no it's not it doesn't feel awkward is really important to me I think that's a given with any relationship um if it feels awkward just get the fuck out okay I'm gonna do the last question because I really need to stop this because the Seahawks game is starting Ah! oh shit my neighbor just like walked in the door she slammed it again I'm I'm no longer I don't think I care anymore if they can overhear me I'm just like yo I'm going to the big leagues I gotta suck it up it's like when vloggers on YouTube talk about at first when I was out in public with my vlog camera pointing it to my face I got all these people looking at me and staring at me and I got really nervous about it and 
it made me feel really insecure and so now but now five years later it's like the most it's like breathing it's natural so I'm trying to feel like that episode 52 like I'm just doing my job neighbor okay clapping back I'm being as loud as you are fucking slamming the door all right um <laughs> last question is kind of fun I might have to do a google search for this one what are you gonna name your cat what am I gonna name my cat so coming next year I found a breeder it took me so long because I'm looking for a I narrowed down the breed I want first of all I'm a dog person let's get that off the table if I had a yard if I had some land <laughs> if I had a ranch if I had a ranch no I would get a dog like that I would get a dog quickly but unfortunately I live in a city in an apartment it's my choice I like it this is my current situation I don't there's no way in hell I would put a dog in my apartment like I don't get how people have big dogs in small apartments like it actually pisses me off so with that being said I'm getting a cat okay so I found a breeder it took me so long because I noticed there's like cat scamming websites like adoption scams all over the internet for this specific breed and I even talked about in a past episode, I talked about how that happened to me. I almost like forked over the cash and I was like, wait, whoa, this is not, this doesn't make, this isn't a flow and this doesn't make sense. This is not how it works. Okay. So I pulled out of that and then I, but anyways, I finally found a breeder and I'm getting a British short hair cat kitten next year. I'm so excited. They look like little teddy bears. They have giant eyes. They're like little chubby cheeked cats. Go look up British short hair cats. They're so cute. Um, whenever I, I always follow like cat shit on the internet internet and I realize this is the cute cat that's in all the memes or like you know what I mean like this is the this is the creme de la creme or whatever this is the cat this is the cutest cat on the internet uh, there's also like munchkin cats and scottish folds and I used to have a Maine Coon which was um or was it a Nor- Norwegian I don't know it was like a giant fluffy orange orange cat that was huge but Anyways, I found a breeder. So let's figure out the name of it. I have to Google this because honestly, I just can't think right now. It's the afternoon. I'm in that, I'm feeling that afternoon slump. Cat names, Google. Ah! Um, yeah, I'm not on, I'm on, I'm not on point in the afternoon at all. Let's like figure out my cat, the cat's name. Hypothetically, like just from what I, from the list I'm going to read today, I'm going to pick out a cat name. It's obviously probably going to change, but, um, before I do that though and then I'm gonna end this podcast oh I just got a dm that starts with how oh fuck I'll I'll open it oh he just said how cool is that (laughs) why do I get nervous (laughs) like if I notice the first part of the dm is a question I get nervous I'm like what is it gonna be um I asked instagram stories today because I found so I found the breeder how many times we want to say that but I asked instagram which color like what coat I should get because there's so many options with cats you know what I mean like it's like people there's so many races so or is that appropriate to say, wait races makes your skin a different color there's so many skin tones okay so I asked Instagram let me see what people think so the most votes I have go to this gray one with orange eyes people like this number two cat interesting I'm leaning, so I have a, I have an orange cat with blue eyes. I have a gray cat with orange eyes, which is the most popular based on my 
um, the little poll I put up, the voting thing. And then I have an, a brown cat with orange eyes or a white cat with blue eyes. I do, I do agree. Like the gray cat with orange eyes is very unique looking. I think it's the classic, when I look up British short hair cats, it's the classic coat. Like the color, the gray color comes up the most. So I feel like it's the most pure <laughs> or whatever. But let's look at names. Um, But see, I don't want to just search cat names. I want to search like cute cat names. What am I, I think I actually joked really early on, probably episode three, when I started talking about getting a cat. I think I was like, I'm just going to name the thing cunt <laughs> just like what like something fucked up <laughs> I hate that word well no I didn't say that I said I'm gonna name it like I don't know oh um and if you don't like cats I just I get it like I get how it's really divided but people get real aggressive about their hate towards cats I just don't understand that maybe they had a bad I know like I've personally had a bad experience with cats getting scratched or bitten or whatever getting jumped on but give them a chance they're so they're just so I don't know they're great oh these are basic bitch names Lily Kitty Bella Charlie Leo I want a boy cat so I need boy cat names let me google that who's bored <laughs> welcome to the Q&A I told you if you weren't interested in this to tune out earlier so it's your fault <laughs> I, do, I briefed you I said these are the these are the questions for the Q&A these are the ones I'll be answering stick around if you want if you're interested otherwise get the fuck out so we're on the last question I'm about to wrap this bitch up 50 most popular male cat names according to betterhomesandgardens.com <laughs> My cat's name, the orange Maine Coon cat I had, his name was Duke. And he was so amazing. Got eaten by a coyote and I overheard it. The, I overheard him crying. His I heard, I heard his death scream at like 3 a.m. one night. Still traumatized. If you want to know about my childhood trauma, I feel like the majority of it, it's pretty... There's a, there's a mixture of things that happened to me as a child. But um, I'd say a huge part of my childhood was watching... Or my trauma was watching animals die okay I told the story about my fucking goat getting hit by a truck my I think it was four months old semi like a farm truck hit my goat in front of me on the way home had to witness that my dad made me kill a grasshopper that at my pet grasshopper <laughs> so nice earlier I got into a I talked a lot about my pets and my farm stories in the beginning of this podcast series <laughs> I don't know sometimes I mention it but I just I see a lot of animals die I've seen so many chickens flattened on the road that escaped the chicken coop and you know my horse got put down on my birthday and it wasn't injected with a needle like going down that way it got shot with a gun because that's how people take that's how shit gets taken care of out on a farm you just shoot the bitch in the head that's dark okay but like that's how I, I found out my um one of the farm workers at the dairy farm by my house is like why did your why did someone shoot your horse? What was that? Why did it die? What was wrong with it? It was like a 30-year-old Arabian horse that was ready to go. So, th so thin. In fact, the, the sheriff showed up one time. We had a pony that was overweight. <laughs> a pasture pal pony for our 30-year-old Arabian. <laughs> the sheriff showed up one time. This is so, this is so white trash. But the sheriff showed up and she's like, 
All right. Someone reported you. One of your neighbors reported you. You've got an Arabian. You got this horse here that's too thin. And you got this obese pony. So anyways. um, What even was I saying? Farm stories? I don't know. Let me go over the cat names. I've seen a lot of dead, dead animals. That's what I was saying. <sighs> Better homes and gardens. I don't want to sign up. I don't. I want to see your cat names. So I have to make a decision based on this list. Okay. There's 50 names. So let's just be decisive. That's something I'm practicing this year. Being decisive is one of my, what for, was a former weakness, but now it is becoming a strength. Let's choose a cat name for my new baby kitten. Okay. So we have Oliver, Leo, Milo, Charlie. Let me just like read these and tell you what's sticking out to me. Um, These all suck. What the fuck, Jacqueline? This web? Of course these suck. It's betterhomesandgardens.com. These are for the, I don't know, the 75-year-old ladies that are naming their cats. Of course they're going to name it Shadow. Of course they're going to name their cat Milo. And Tigger and shit. I wouldn't name any of my cats any of these names. Sebastian. Oh, that's kind of, that's Sebastian Fucks. I like that name. I think that's what I named my cat. Sebastian. Oh my God. That's that. That's that might be the name guys. I don't hate that. Imagine my cat's name is Sebastian. Oh my God. Wait, that's kind of cool. It should be something regal. Like, I don't know. What's another one? Cooper. No, that was one of my golden retrievers names back in the day we had three golden retrievers at one point i'm telling another side this hey tangent segue episode 52 missing the hawks game actually i am currently almost about to miss it so i'm gonna wrap this up but we had three golden retrievers at one point and two of them were like the same age we i think adopted so i don't know i don't want to get into details unimportant facts or information but they were two of them were the same age we had buddy he was the old he was the grandpa and then we had charlie and we had cooper and cooper and charlie would fucking cage like dog fight cage fight like it's they're going to the death out of nowhere they would snap and then get their you know their their teeth would show and they get they'd go up on their hind legs and they'd fight each other and i remember like having to break it up i'd be home alone i'm like shit they're gonna kill each other got so scary and then I was scared for my own life getting hurt so anyways Charlie ran away he got a skin infection <laughs> Wait, this is so random Charlie had a skin infection no it wasn't fleas it was really hard to deal with and at the time he, we were trying to treat him for that unfortunately he ran away and we never saw him again and another thing I experienced childhood trauma animals is like trying to find our missing dogs one of our so buddy by the way was stolen we got our, so this reminds me of the Airbud movies. Do you guys, rem, those are some of my favorite movies of all time, the Airbud movies. That's why my sister named Buddy Buddy because Airbud, okay? Because um, Santa brought Buddy. Uh, that was my sister's, I think she was five when we got Buddy. But um, Buddy was stolen by our neighbors like two or three houses down. And for weeks, we were putting out, you know, missing dog. We were looking everywhere around the neighborhood, and one day, we were in a field because we lived around fields all the time and shit. And I don't know how this happened, but I don't know who saw it, but someone walked past 
our neighbor's house and saw like they had a big window or sliding doors or something and saw Buddy laying on their couch. No call. And did I see this? I feel like I visually, I, I like still remember what this looked like. Buddy was on their couch, sprawled out, loving life in this per- in our neighbor's house. No collar on there, just like lounging inside. And we were like, what the fuck? And so then I don't know what happened. Like we probably just approached them and like knocked on the door. Like what the fuck? This is our dog. Um, but I believe those people had a, another golden retriever dude flashbacks memories this is nuts I'm even remembering this I'm pretty sure they had another golden retriever who we always called buddy's girlfriend if that makes sense like that they had I don't know this is like maybe a bullshit story so it's kind of funny I feel like they stole him for the their other golden retriever to be like besties with her that that's like her boyfriend I don't know crazy oh hot boy just walked by with a backwards hat now is that that's an that's a that's a weakness I have so guys in hats it's like okay the hat's doing all the work are you really hot or is the hat just making you hot you know what I mean I guess it's the same for girls in yoga pants or like what's something girls do where they look hot like a really beautiful head of blonde hair that's like beautifully curled you see her from behind you're like oh my god she's so hot and then she turns around and is like you know, she get ran over by a car and that's so fucking messed up. But like, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like people, there's certain things that look hot, but then, you know, not, it's not, not actually the case. All right. Anyways, only, okay. Um, cat names. I don't know. Let's go with Sebastian. Let me wrap up this podcast. Oh, was I telling stories about, oh, that, so Charlie and Cooper fought each other. I told you guys that story. And then I talked about how Buddy ran away. Oh, Charlie ran away. Never saw him again. Buddy got old and we had to put him down. That happened. But Cooper, I think we gave away to, because we realized like we can't have all these dogs and they were trouble. Like Cooper was the instigator. He's the one that would start the fight, the dog fighting. And he was kind of scary. I think, I think we gave him away to, at the same time we gave away our obese pony you know, I'm convinced he went to a meat factory. I think they just used him for fucking meat, ground him up. And you know what I found out? I found out they use, um, I found out they use horse meat or excuse me. Yeah. Horse meat for dog food. How fucked is that? That's weird. Like ground horse. Okay. Anyways, but the same time we gave away, his name was Rocco, our little Shetland pony who was morbidly obese. In fact, if you go to my October I just posted a picture yesterday and I put it in my highlight, but for my October highlight, I posted a photo of me riding this pony, like a throwback. So you can see which, which pony I'm talking about. But, um, I think we gave Cooper away to the same horse. Like we sent them off to him off to a horse farm. Anyways, uh, let's just go back to the cat naming question. Hi, this is a Q and a episode and how much did I get off task? Enough to uh, enough to quit podcasting and to throw in the towel, swallow my pride, and say, Jacqueline, this isn't this is not the career path for you. This is like me getting tasked with an assignment and procrastinating and doing everything but the assignment until the last minute. That's what I'm doing when I talk on my podcast. Let's get off topic and let's not get get back on topic until the last second till you realize you're being annoying and move and like going on tangents dude 
I'm Kanye fucking West. I'm inspired. I'm day. I'm coming off of that Kanye West episode. Okay. One day later, realizing how badass he sounds when he talks about, he, what did he say? He has a symphony of ideas and he, he says things, he says one thing five different ways. Okay. I just took you guys down a path of naming my future cat, going to Google, pulling that up, getting that ready. All right. Setting the stage. That's going to be, you know, I was about to answer that question. Then I was realizing that I heard my cat get eaten by a coyote in the middle of the night. And I connected that shit to what I formerly talked about when I mentioned childhood trauma and how many animals I've seen die. And then I remembered about my golden retrievers and my dogs and the dog fights and losing Charlie when we were trying to treat his skin disease and my dog getting stolen. Dude, it all makes sense. I just recapped it for you. So if you're confused, now you get it. I'm going to name my fucking kitten Sebastian, okay? Sebastian. I think that's going to be the name. I love that name, actually. (laughs) But you know, when you call its name, and what am I going to say? Sebastian, come over here. I don't know. There's cute names here. Teddy. No. Nugget. I love the name Nugget. My sister and I, when we roomed together, we had a house fuck it. I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to miss a Hawks game. I don't give a fuck. This is fun. Um, this is my passion. Okay guys. I love podcasting. I like talking. I like telling stories. So let's do another story time about when my sister and I lived in a, lived together in a house when I was in my senior year of college and she was, she was graduated. She was in her first year working and hold on water. Let me quickly tell you why I'm saying this. We had a ki- we had a cat, a white cat, and her name was Cindy. It was my sister's cat, Cindy, but we called her Nugget. So I like cute names like that for cats, and I'll probably do something like Nugget, not Sebastian, okay? But let me tell a story about this house. So missing the Hawks game, getting nervous. Should I tell this story? Fuck it. Um, so <laughs> uh, we. I was a senior. I was in my internship, my little PR internship, uh, working at a like a book publisher thing, and I was going to class and everything. And she had a connection, so she found we got we basically lived in a haunted house in the middle of wheat fields in eastern Washington, close to the college campus. Okay, and this house was refurbished it was beautiful inside like it well it was like nice they had a brand new kitchen all the granite and tile and stainless shit and that's honestly what like blinded me to the fact this fucking house was haunted I was like oh well the kitchen's nice you know what I mean this is clean it's like it's modern in here but this is why it was haunted there was so much wrong with living okay I only lived there for a semester I think it was yeah and then I moved thank god uh This house was creaky as fuck. Okay, but the room I had there's three. It was three bedrooms, two bathrooms, that size of house. And the room I got, my sister got the master, and I got the room that (laughs) had a like old swing set or like um, how do I describe this? Like a yeah, like a little swing set, like a really old-fashioned like where kids used to play type of fucking swing set that creaked so when it was windy you heard this 
in middle of the night and that's not people fucking on a bed like it's like that is a swing set a swing swing okay there's a little ghost child still on it then there's a giant tree that had um right outside my window it, it gets worse i'm not even at the worst part outside my window there was a, a giant tree that was scary as fuck because trees trees know things you know what i mean like this tree looking at the trunk i go this tree has seen some scary shit it knows like this is a i don't know a house probably built in the early 1900s it's out in the middle of the prairie literally because you know it was washington state university is a land grant school okay so that means there's basically like oh we're gonna allot or here's a plot of land here's some money build a school all right out in the middle of nowhere that's how that shit worked sort of and basically this house is like a one-off house out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of rolling hills we had no name our our driveway took like five minutes to drive down okay we're two women white no i don't want to like make this a white thing but we're two women you know i'm in i'm like 20 22 she's 23 like on her own okay and then it snowed every year three feet okay and this time this semester it was you know second semester it was like snowing for we were in three feet of snow for like three months okay so it was sketchy as fuck and I bottomed out one time and they had to I don't even know how the fuck we got out I think she like had she we like knew people that bailed us out um was late to my internship got bitched out by my annoying um fucking boss okay um but no it gets worse the tree the swing set and then <laughs> outside my window as I lay, as I lay my head on my pillow every night out right out my window okay just like imagine lord of the rings imagine the hobbit house set up the door on the side of a little hill okay i had that motherfucking set up outside my window to look at and to wonder What's behind this? What's this cellar? Where does this lead to? What's stored in there? Okay. And I think when we first moved in, there was like a mattress or something out there. It was so messed up. What was out there? Yeah. So like there was a a door that we didn't ever go behind. Like we, of course we weren't going to look. We didn't know. I'm sure it was just a, I feel like that was for when winter hit, they would put all their, like the, they would put the cans all the winter food in there to store i don't know that's what it probably was so that was scary as shit but it gets worse this is a ho- okay oh my god i'm pissed i'm missing the hawks game and i should have told the story i mean it is october but i should have to- told the story closer to halloween because this is some spooky shit on top of the swing set the creaky uh, 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 swing set on top of that top of the tree that knows things giant trunk creepy as fuck at night shadowy you know what i mean like it's limbs would cast a shadow on my fucking floor every night especially if the moon if the moon was lit you know what i mean like it's scary then i got that door that hobbit that fucking shia labeouf who was the hobbit that's holes wait what the fuck uh who i gotta look that up i gotta google the hobbit why can't elijah woods elijah woods his fucking house outside my window. I had that to look at. Okay. And then 
we had this is so you guys like when I said earlier I'm just scratching the surface like these are these things happen when I podcast where or like these uh memories happen and then I I realize how much you guys don't know or I've never talked about and this is like kind of I'm being dramatic I'm putting on for I'm putting on a show okay it's Sunday you know I'll blame Cam Newton again okay guy's number one he's a top athlete why am I going to tie this to Cam Newton and athletes but when I observe successful or like stars of the show you know what I mean the best running backs the best quarterbacks the best when I just witnessed Joe Rogan yesterday interview Connie I go you gotta bring it you gotta put on a show you gotta like I wasn't I started out saying I don't feel like podcasting today I was like it's Sunday I just want to be horizontal I just want to watch football but I have to do this because I said I was going to do it seven days a week but then I realized like, yo, I really, guys, I got to like kind of actually like act normal right now. Like I got to bring it. Okay. I got to suck it up. So maybe this is, I feel like my performance right now is because I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling like telling a story. Honestly, I'm being, I'm being honest. I feel like telling a story about this house. Okay. But I'm going to make this sound worse than it is. That's why I'm saying this. Okay. Dude, we had a mice infestation. Okay. We had like at any one time there was probably five mice running around the house like it was horrifying and my sister was deathly afraid she wouldn't come home she would not come home if the mice were not caught or whatever the fuck like if cindy nugget the cat that's why i'm even telling the story because i want to name my cat nugget to go back to the Q and A, guys. I'm keeping you. I'm keeping you. I, I, I'm let. I'm like keeping you guys on task, or like keeping, um, trying to like tie shit together. What am I saying? Yeah, if Cindy didn't kill one of the mice, if I didn't catch it, or whatever, if the trap didn't kill it, if it didn't eat the poison, she wouldn't come home. So it was really annoying. But one time it got so bad. I think I still have the picture on my phone too. Where. <sighs> this is disgusting guys welcome to my life I'm just telling stories one time I was like okay I'm like I know I've all my laundry is clean the cat litter box isn't anywhere near me the toilet has been flushed my sister's ha- my sister has like every perfume and body product on and sprayed at all times I also have sh- nice smelling shit I'm hygienic you know we've got Lysol spray going on in the kitchen when we're wiping our counters we're mopping our floors regularly so I'm like what the fuck smells like a rotting like rotting flesh it doesn't make sense but then you guys know where this is going there's a dead mouse somewhere in the house and I couldn't fucking find it I couldn't find the motherfucker for like three weeks every time I went to bed I'm smelling a body rot a mice rot and guys I still have the fucking picture I'm sure I do because I don't delete any pictures on my phone because I get I just don't like ever do that um but yeah one day I it was real close to home I think I I noticed the smell was probably it was coming from my room but I couldn't find it it was very frustrating (sighs) but one day looked under my bed and I saw Cindy like, or I saw a dip 
under the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? I always knew Cindy went under my bed to take a nap. She like sleeping under my bed, but I didn't realize she went under, she, there was like a, under my box spring. She like laid in the fabric under the box spring. And like, that was her little hammock. That's where she took her naps. So I saw that that was like, you know, curved. So I'm like, oh, that's where Cindy takes a nap. So here's like, let me make this long story short. I really want to watch the Hawks game. Basically, Cindy had caught a mouse and brought it up into her little hammock inside my box spring. And that motherfucker sat there and rotted for three weeks and I couldn't find it. And so, yeah, that's kind of the, the end of the story. But yeah, it's a haunted house. is creepy as fuck. I felt really like I felt safe. I'm like, you know what? It's a safe town. I live at Pullman, Pullman, Washington. Uh, go Cougs, you know, Washington State University. It's a safe place for the most part. Being on her own out there in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it would take me like, it was about a 10 minute drive from campus. So it was kind of out there. Um, it was a good, I think that that was good experience, like good life experience. You know, what do you do when you're, there's three feet of snow and you gotta, like, we would have to dig ourselves out of our driveway all the time and like, you know, stay warm. I don't know. And like, hunker down for winter and you know what do you do when you have a mice infestation we had to like get all these mouse traps and like um you know I would shit would happen where like the pipes were like I took cold showers and shit sometimes like that wouldn't work I don't know I feel like something that makes me me just reflecting audio diary six hour episode it's all good Sunday feeling like you know what? I'm feeling like sucking it up and missing the Hawks game. I could talk forever. But I feel like mentioning this before I go. I think something that makes me me is the fact that. Or something that's prepared me for life. And helps me realize that I can kind of make do with shitty situations. And kind of understand that, you know, there's always, you can always get to the other side of it. But of hard times you know what I mean I feel like I've faced a lot of I don't know like I have like scary shit or like not only with that house just with like stuff I dealt with at home like just a lot of like kind of I don't know hard hard shit um I don't know this is like (laughs) I don't want to get deep I just feel like even just growing up and having to feed animals and I don't know. I'm trying to be sexy for you guys. I'm trying to act. I'm trying to be attractive for you guys. I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm a hard worker. (laughs) I'm like, I, I'm like, I know how to, I know how to shovel snow. I know how to set a mice trap, a mouse trap up. I, I didn't go, (laughs) I wasn't too prissy. I didn't go to the local hotel and get a room because I couldn't stand the smell of a dying um, mouse rotting in my house for three weeks no I sucked the I sucked it the fuck up and I figured it out I found the mouse under my bed okay I'm not too prissy I think that's what also turns me off is like or about myself I'm like Jacqueline it's okay to be too prissy and be like that sometimes you don't always have to kill the spider you know what I mean you can like sometimes I'm like Jacqueline don't be you don't need to be too strong (laughs) but it's kind of my default mode I just like to I like to solve shit I like to solve problems figure shit out I think because a lot of the it's easy to get dramatic like as a girl it's easy to get dramatic and be so put off and like uncomfortable by like oh that's gross or like oh that's scary oh my god I'm like having an anxiety attack I live out in the middle of nowhere and they're snowing how am I gonna get my car out like I feel like that is so 
um, it's unnecessary energy to exude. Like, unless I, I just have the mindset where I go, okay, just like breathe. It's not that bad. Like, um, put yourself in someone else's shoes who would look at the situation and go, oh, like I'll just shovel myself out or I'll just kill the mouse or whatever the fuck. These are weird examples, but just like imagine you're a 46 year old like farmer who lives here what would you do and there's always a solution just figure it out it's a like it wastes that's unnecessary energy to freak out and as like I don't know I just I'm strong I'm a strong ox okay can carry a lot of I don't know I'm not scared (laughs) okay this is like a weird ending Ah! I need to watch the Seahawks game Jesus Christ let's see what the scores were today this is probably like a good podcast for your Monday. I don't think anyone's listening to it today because I'm doing it late. But if you're at the gym right now, keep running. I'm not done. Okay. It's like a good Monday if you're, yeah, at the gym. I don't know if people listen to this at the office. Where the fuck do you listen to podcasts? I'm pretty much, my podcast listening, I, I'm a I'm a watcher right now. I do a lot of YouTube viewing of podcasts, but I listen to the, when I, when I do my like hikes and runs, I listen to podcasts. So I'm sure that's what you're doing too. NFL.com. Let's look at the scores because I'm curious. Teams I don't give give a shit about, but it's all good. We got scores. Patriots are playing right now, so I want to see if Cam Newton's uh, if he's uh, coming through this week. Okay. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Cam Newton, I can't talk about you anymore. This is fucked. 33-6. 49ers Patriots what the fuck um okay we got 38 20 oh wait I did click something on accident it was an ad come back I need higher I need my internet speed is not I need to get faster speed so I can upload my YouTube videos faster ah! um we got Raiders down so we got bucks it's a 38 20 bucks these are all about to end. These are all in the fourth quarter. Chargers. Ooh, this is a good game. I need to go watch this before the Hawks game starts. Chargers, Jaguars. Ch- Chargers are winning. They're up by seven. It's close. The other in the, for- the fourth quarter just started. You guys don't give a fuck about this. This is an annoying. I'm talking about football games going on right now. You're like, um, so what? Numbers, stats, scores. I don't care. Uh, go Seahawks. That's, what, that's how I'm going to end this. Name of my kitten Sebastian. <laughs> I told you a creepy, spooky story for October. Let me look at my poll one more time about which color of cat I should get because I'm curious. Which one's still winning? Yeah, that one's still winning. The gray with the orange eyes. People really, you know what? I kind of think it's because I cropped that picture kind of tight and people like got a better look at its face. Anyways. Wow. Happy Sunday. Episode 52. There you go. I had fun. Honestly, I had fun. It's always like worth it to me if I helped you guys out. If I got you through your workout right now, if I got you through your work day, if I, if I really, if you related to me in some way and you were like, oh yeah, I, I, I get that. Or like, oh, I feel better about my life situation because she just said that about hers. You know what I mean? We're bonding right now. This is a relationship. Okay, so it's always worth it to me, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I like 
get attached at the end. I'm like, I don't want to end it. I love this, but I will. I will. Okay. Happy Sunday. Uh, stick around if you're a patron. You can go over to patreon.com slash TJMS to support the show. Everyone gets a shout out. Everyone gets exclusive content that doesn't make it to the uh, Instagram on my Patreon. I do phone calls. Uh, it's great. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch the video podcast Monday through Friday. And then follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe. I don't know. It's like pretty already probably are. I don't <laughs> maybe new people. I don't know. I still don't understand how the uh, podcast world works where people like discover your podcast somehow. I feel like the only people listening are the people that follow me like from Instagram. I don't know. But anyways, you can follow my Instagram if you want. Um, and also leave a review on this podcast. If you had fun with me today, if you were, I don't know, if you liked my spooky story, go leave a review. That'd be great. All right. It's getting dark kind of here. I need to finish this. Ah! Happy Sunday. Love you guys. Have a good, good rest of your day, workout, whatever. All right. Bye. Hello, my patrons of patreon.com slash TJMS. It's time for your shout out. I love this part because it's fun and I get to say your names, making you guys famous. We got Ricky Jensen, we got Trevor Garrett, and we have Eagle One. I feel like, you know, I, I, I mentioned making merch in like 10 years or whatever the fuck. Thumb braces, t-shirts, who knows. I feel like I'm going to put all my patrons' name on the back. Like my, uh, I don't know. I just feel like that'd be cool. So maybe that'll happen someday. If you, if you'll have me, if you'll know, if you'll accept that or want to do that too. Ah! Um, anyways, I always think of creative new ideas and I feel like I'm letting you guys down with Patreon. I just do a shout out and I don't know if it's enough. I feel like I have to add more to it, but I said your names. It's the least I could do. It's what I signed up. It's what I said I would do. So there you go. Happy Sunday. I <laughs> love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Bye.